Hello there. This is Anthony, and you are on Book Talk, the place where authors come and talk about their books. And today we have a special guest. And before we go even to bringing the special guest, have you asked yourself this question? Am I in? Am I good enough? I mean, am, am I good enough in whatever I do in my family, in my business, in my schooling? Yeah, I've asked myself uh, several times this question. Now, the person that we are just about to bring on is going to bring us into clarity. And we will stop asking this question. I hope so. If not, we're going to improve on that. And uh, let me not take much more time. I'm going to introduce our guest today. And she's called Kim Giles. Welcome to the show, Kim. Thank you, Anthony. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we are very honored to have you here because uh, the question that we ask ourselves <laughs> it prevents us from uh, achieving things in life going forward. But uh, we are having you, Coach Kim. She's coach, if I didn't say that, she's a coach. And so if you have been having that question on you and have been having challenges, now we have the very right person before us. And before we go on, I would like to uh, inform you that Coach Kim has appeared on hundreds of episodes before. She's been interviewed by every other podcast. She's appeared on uh, uh, Good Morning America, which actually named her one of the top 20 advice gurus. So stay here, don't go away. Now, before we go further, let's know a bit more about you, uh, Coach Kim, please. Oh, you want to just tell you some more about me? Yeah, 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 we, we would like to know much more because I just touched the surface of who you are. Yeah, uh -huh. well, I, I, I'm a coach, I'm a business owner. Probably one of the interesting things though is I don't have a college degree. And I was raising four little children and I ended up divorced and on my own. And I had to come up with a way to make a living. And, and the one thing that I had was some knowledge because I've spent my whole life reading every book I could get my hands on to understand people to understand myself and how we think and how we function in the world. Mm -hmm. So I was able to get a job as a coach with a company and they had a program that I would take people through, but the program wasn't helping these people. And, and so I kept trying to draw on my own knowledge and a lot of prayer to get ideas of, of what would actually help. And what I want to share with you today are some things that came to me that I've now been teaching around the world for the last 20 years. And, and I believe these principles will not only really change your life as you learn them, but they could change the whole world if we all worked on this and, and learned this. And you're right, Anthony, it all starts with this fear that we might not be good enough. And I know every single person on the planet, everybody watching this podcast deals with that fear to some degree every day. And I think it started when we were little kids because when you were small, about every five minutes, somebody said, no, don't do that. Don't be like that. You need to be like this. 
And the message that came through is that who you are isn't quite right. You need to be different than this. And we grew up our whole life believing that we're inadequate, that we need to be different than how we are to be enough. Oh. And I think everybody could probably feel that. Do you feel that? Oh, yes, uh, many times. I mean, this is something that is uh, with everybody, as you say, and I agree with you. I feel that at times. And uh, now it makes even uh, it makes it even more worse uh, these days when I look uh, online and I see uh, celebrities, I see people who are achieving great things. I see people who, uh, something that you mentioned, who have uh, masters and uh, doctors and uh, degrees, uh, great degrees and many degrees. And I say, oh, maybe, maybe I'm not where I ought to be. Maybe I'm not enough. I mean, this is evident. <laughs> it is, mm -hmm. it is. No matter how successful you become, you can still find people who've done more. <laughs> uh -oh. So yeah. you, you mm -hmm. always feel less. Now, what I recognized years ago with this is this is this is a belief that we adopted in childhood, the belief that I'm not good enough. Mm -hmm. But there is another belief that sits underneath it. And I call this a foundational belief mm -hmm. that actually creates your fear you're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And this is the belief that we need to take on. Okay. And so the the foundational belief that's actually the problem is the belief that human value can change so just think about this uh -huh. subconsciously you believe if you could just be more successful have degrees make more money lose weight whatever it is for you you your value would go up and you could finally feel good and you'd feel like you were as good as these other people you believe that that's true you can earn value but if you believe that, you also believe you could lose value. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. And so you struggle and you don't do well and you start to feel like you're less than other people. So all of us will see our self-esteem change day by day. Some days we feel good, some days we feel worse, right? Mm -hmm. You can all feel that. Mm -hmm. So you do believe that human value can change. Now, this is the bad news. Okay. If you believe human value can change, you also believe some people have more value than other people. Mm, let's, uh, uh, please get, get us deeper into that to get it. Uh, uh, this is where we need the clarity. And uh, for those who are coming, um, Coach Kim has written three books. We have um, Choosing Clarity, The People's Guidebook, Forgiveness Practice Journal. But today, <laughs> we need to get more clarity on that. Now, I didn't quite get that fear of uh, that the human value can change. Please explain to us. Let's get more clarity on that. Okay, and all of this is in my book, Choosing Clarity. Yeah. But but I want to share it with you today because I think it's so powerful for all of us to to understand this. If you believe that value, a human being's value can change, mm -hmm. you. Have to also believe some people have more value than other people. Mm -hmm. And that subconscious belief that some humans have more value than other humans is responsible for almost all the problems on the planet. Mm. You think about all of the discrimination and, and racism and hate and war, terrorism. It is, it's all 
based on this idea that some groups of people have more value than others. Mm -hmm. And and the interesting thing is that is not a fact. Okay. It is a belief. It's mm -hmm. a belief. There's no source that we can go to to give us absolute knowledge on what makes a human being valuable. Mm. So whatever you think about it, it's, it's a belief. It's an idea that exists in your head about it. Okay. But collectively on the planet, we have all kind of accepted this idea uh -huh. that some people have more value than others. And the problem with this belief, besides all the terrible things it causes, mm. inside of you, it means that no matter how hard you work to try to do better, you always find people who seem ahead of you mm. and you always feel not good enough. Mm. And no matter what you do, it won't change. That insecurity will stay with you. So what we realized mm. is that if you change the foundational belief mm. and instead of believing human value can change, you got to have a new belief that says human value can't change. All human souls have the same intrinsic value. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter what they do or what they look like or where they live, what religion they belong to. All human beings have the same intrinsic worth. And it comes from the fact that you're a one of a kind, irreplaceable human soul. Mm -hmm. There's only one of you. Mm. And anything on this planet that's a one of a kind is really valuable. Oh. Right? Yeah, right. And now you remind me of this... Uh... A poem uh, known as Desiderata, and where it says that we don't have to compare ourselves because there will always be someone ahead of you and some behind you. But the question now comes the question I ask myself is this now, are those ahead of me and those behind me not having that difference of value? Please let, let us get more deeper. I mean, I thought that because they are ahead of me, then they are more valuable than me in one way or the other. But that's just an idea. Mm -hmm. It's not a fact. It's just a belief that you have. Yeah. So, so for 20 years, I've been, I've been teaching clients and, and audiences that you have the option if you want mm -hmm. for you to change the way you see the value of human beings. Mm -hmm. And you decide we all have the same value and it can't change no matter what we do. Now, one of the fun things I, I get to do a couple times a year, I get to teach this principle at the, the prison. Um, here in America, it's it's the juvenile detention center for, chill, for teenagers. Okay. And, and it is so fun to be able to explain this principle to, to kids and they come up after and they say, let me get this straight. All I have to do is decide for me that all humans have the same value. And then it means that all the mistakes I made, they were lessons that taught me things, but I still have the same value as you mm -hmm. and everybody else, no matter what I do, it's the same. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Uh -huh. Now I'm going to give you a couple mental constructs that kind of help your head get it okay the first i want you to think about school mm -hmm. and in school you have a test mm -hmm. so when you take a test in school and you make mistakes your grade goes down mm -hmm. right you mm -hmm. get less points 
the grade goes down and you can't fix it. Mm -hmm. It's, it's one time you made the mistake, you're, you get less points. Mm -hmm. So is life a test? Is life a test where if we make mistakes, they take away from our value or is life a classroom? Now think about in school when it was le learning time mm -hmm. and the teacher might give you problems to solve, but if you mm -hmm. get them wrong, it doesn't change your grade. You just erase them and you try again mm -hmm. because we're learning mm -hmm. and you have the power to see your life as either a test or a classroom. Okay. In a test, your value gets goes up and down. Mm -hmm. In a classroom, your value isn't in question. Mm -hmm. You are here to learn and grow. Yeah. And every day you get experiences that teach you things, mm -hmm. but they don't affect your value as a person. It stays oh. the same as every other person, no matter what. Oh, I've, I've never thought that's about it this way. <laughs> I've never, never thought, thought about that. No, no, no. I've never thought it about uh, this way that uh, as long as we are sitting in class, we are all the same. Now, the challenge comes when we go through a test and then we have to be graded. Uh, this is a higher one. This is the lower one. And then they did something that I, I kind of, but, but I think we are going to tackle that say, or maybe your books, your book tackles that issue where once we go to school, you are given uh, different classes depending on your, uh, can I call it IQ? No, because <laughs> different classes <laughs> depending on your value. Let me use the word value because this is what we are focusing on. So we have uh, class A, class B, and class C. The, the Class A is the most clever group of people. And, and class C is... <laughs> So see how judgment is so hardwired in us mm -hmm. that you have a hard time getting your head around because it's true. Some people are more intelligently uh, talented. Mm -hmm. they, they may be considered smarter. Mm -hmm. their, their IQ may be higher. Mm -hmm. uh, and someone else maybe has no education, hasn't had a chance to learn or comes from a family that their, their natural talent isn't um, intelligence. Mm -hmm. And that's true. They will have a different level of intelligence, mm -hmm. but that doesn't affect their intrinsic worth okay. as a human soul. Their life has the same value. Mm -hmm. If you want to see it this way, yeah. you, you have to, but if you choose to see some people as better and some people worse, mm -hmm. you will always be afraid that you're not good enough. Ah, it's a, it's a you start to see Yes, we have differences. Yeah. Some people are taller and some people are shorter. Mm -hmm. And and tall doesn't mean you're worth more than short. Mm -hmm. You're different, but your value is still the same. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does. It does make sense. It does make okay, sense. Okay, so let me let me tell you how I I teach this to my children. Okay. Because every day they will have a, a soccer game. Mm -hmm. football in a lot of the world right mm -hmm. yeah and when they win the game they come off the field oh my gosh we won we're better than the other team and i say yes you won the game but that doesn't make you better than the kids on the other team we all have the same value no matter whether you win or lose mm -hmm. and when they lose the soccer game i say well it's a good thing that didn't change your value 
you have the same value as you did. Mm -hmm. The other team played better, but that doesn't change your value as a human being. Mm -hmm. It's still the same no matter what you do. Yeah. And I know my children are getting it because the other day in the kitchen, I, I was getting something off a shelf and I knocked a glass mm. and it fell and it exploded into glass all over the room. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my daughter said, mom, that didn't change your value. <laughs> oh, she gets it. She's starting mm -hmm. to see that your appearance, your performance, what you do, those are lesson things in your life. They're letting you learn and grow, mm -hmm. but they don't change your value. Mm -hmm. If you decide to see it this way, mm -hmm. but if you decide to see it this way, um, Anthony, you and I were talking about being speakers. We both, when COVID isn't shut us down, we like to be on stage and, and speaking in front of people. Mm -hmm. Ever get nervous? Do you ever get nervous that you might not impress, that you might not speak oh, well enough? Of, of course, and that's something that we had to uh, get to deal with <laughs> in the initial. <laughs> now, you, you remind this in, in my book, the book that I've written is uh, Be Good for Good. And I start with the story of when I walk into a room where there's a presentation and uh, the session comes where people have to either ask questions, the, the, the author, because it was a book presentation, ask questions or make a comment. And I had to lift my hand up and uh, I spoke for about one or two minutes. And when I sat down back on my chair, my chest had that great pain where I thought I was going to die in the next few seconds. <laughs> So, yeah, this is what we call stage fright. I, everyone has, I mean, even those most experienced speakers will tell you that there comes a time when they go into a, a new crowd and they are kind of asking themselves some questions in their head. Now, this could be a different culture from mine. Am I going to make some mistakes that are going to present me as a, a different person? Am I not going to be just enough to reach to their needs? So I agree. So I'll tell you my secret. Yeah. So you don't have any more stage fright. Okay. Right before I go on, mm -hmm. I just like, well, um, God help me, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do the best I can. But no matter how it goes, I still have the same value as every other person. Mm -hmm. There is nothing I can do on this stage to diminish my worth, I will still have the same value as everybody else, no matter mm -hmm. what happens. Yeah. And you know what? It takes all the pressure off. It takes the pressure off. There's nothing on the line. I can just go out and, and be the love that's who I am and serve people the best I can, but there's nothing on the line. There's nothing to fear. If your value cannot change, no matter what. Mm-hmm. That makes sense yeah and it's beautiful and uh, at this point let's address some sensitive issue that is sen sensitive all over the world and and we we are a good example right that uh, that we are here uh, you and i first we mentioned that we are a man and a woman in the same uh, podcast yeah that's okay mm -hmm. now we go to that sensitive issue where there is black and white 
which is superior? <laughs> no, 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 no one is superior. No one is superior. Yeah. You know, I actually have a theory, Anthony. I think that I believe in, in a higher power, a God, whatever you want to call, I do call too. it. I do too. Okay. I believe that he made all of mankind different. Mm -hmm. He gave us so many differences. Mm -hmm. different races, different colors, different sizes, different beliefs, different talents. We have all these differences because they challenge us to stretch our ability to love. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to love and feel comfortable with people who are like you. Mm -hmm. But as soon as we get someone who has any difference, our minds immediately go to judgment. If they're different, one's better, one's worse. Mm -hmm. We're programmed for judgment. If I give you two apples, you're going to look at them and figure out which one's better. It, we, we're just programmed for that judgment. And, yeah. and so this question comes to us a hundred times a day. I, anytime I walk in a room with another human, my subconscious mind is trying to figure out if they're better than me or I'm better than them. Mm -hmm. That's so wired in us. And that's the thing that we've got to fight. We've got to allow other human beings to be totally different from us on a lot of different levels, but let go of better and worse and, mm -hmm. and let all human beings have the same value. Now, I'll tell you the question I get every time I teach this on stage, someone comes up after and says, what about Hitler? Yeah. You're telling me Hitler has the same value as the rest of us? Mm -hmm. And I, in it, for my belief, I choose to believe that he does, that all humans have the same value, but we have a different classroom journey on mm -hmm. the planet. Mm -hmm. We have different lessons we're learning. Mm -hmm. And I think life goes on after we die and we're still learning from all the things that we did and, and the lessons will keep coming. And I think Hitler's probably had some really interesting lessons mm -hmm. coming his way. But I choose to see all people as the same because as soon as you start making any exceptions, it goes from Hitler to the mother-in-law that you don't like and your neighbor down the street that's mean. And pretty soon you're right back to where you were mm -hmm. before. Yeah. So I think we have to give it to everyone, no mm -hmm. matter what. Mm, beautiful. Oh, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> and <laughs> I hope philosophy, isn't it? And I, and I hope everyone who's watching this is enjoying and those who are going to watch it after we are through uh, or uh, listen on the podcast platforms that it's available on because it's available on several Stitcher, Google Podcast, uh, iTunes, name it. So uh, Spotify, I hope that as you listen, you are really enjoying it as we are doing. And at this point, I would like to appreciate every person who is right, watching us live. And uh, one person that is with us live has a question. His name is John Kafue. And he's asking, how do you explain a situation where at some level of education, one is assessed very poorly, but ends up doing very well in another level of your education, sometimes much better than others who were doing excellent. I hope you got that. 
Uh, I'm not sure if I understand the question, just how to explain it when somebody's doing better than another person. Yeah, the question is, uh, I'm doing good at this uh, level of education. And we, when we go to the next one, the tables are turned upside down. So uh, you're doing better than me. So uh, sometimes uh, says much better than others who are doing excellent before. So that's the question. Someone is doing good now, tomorrow is doing bad. Even more reason that we need to take our intrinsic value off the table mm -hmm. because your performance will go up and down. You'll have different competition. But at the end of the day, all of those situations you're learning, mm -hmm. you're growing. It doesn't matter who's above you or who's below you. It matters your dedication to learning and growing yourself. Um, and, and if you choose to see yourself as having the same value when you're at the top of the class that you do when you're at the bottom of the class, mm -hmm. you will have peace no matter where you are. Yeah, and that is the only thing you have any control over is how you feel about yourself. So mm -hmm. you decide that your value isn't in play, you feel better mm -hmm. no matter where you are. But mm -hmm. you know what, Anthony, I wanna, I wanna go back now for a minute to your question about the black and the white and, and the differences. Yeah. Because there's, there's a really important point I want people to hear. Mm -hmm. um, if I asked you right now to make a list of people that you don't like, Mm -hmm. people that you're not comfortable being around mm -hmm. um people that you might judge because their behavior they do things you would not do mm -hmm. so you feel justified judging them if i asked you to make a list of these people that are hard for you to like mm -hmm. everyone could do it mm -hmm. we could sit down and make a list yeah. of these people and and i think these people in your life are very important teachers they are in your life to show you the limits of your love. Mm -hmm. you, you are a very loving person to, to everyone around you, right up until we get to these people. <laughs> and these people you struggle to love. And, mm -hmm. and it's important they're showing you these limits because until you learn to love and value those people, the ones you don't like, mm -hmm. you won't fully be able to love yourself. Yeah. Because the two are tied together. Okay. And let me explain why. If if I look at these other people and I say, oh, they have this these faults, they have this neg negativity about them that makes them not as good. Mm -hmm. And that is my mindset that they can be not good enough. Mm -hmm. I'm giving power to the belief that humans can be not good enough. And I will always see my own faults as also making me not good enough. Mm -hmm. But if I can look at them and say, yes, they have these faults, but they still have value. They have the same value as me. And their faults are opportunities to grow and learn. And I really work on loving those people that I dislike. Mm -hmm. What will happen inside of you will blow you away. <laughs> Because yeah. you will realize, you will find this compassion for your own faults. Yeah. But the only way you can find it is by giving it away to other people. Okay. So let me ask you, are there people that you judge? Who are, I mean, who are the people or how do they behave? I, I mean, 
you, you always come across people who are doing something that you do not agree with, whomever you are, and I agree with you on this point, that uh, there are people that will be doing something against your principles, against your will, against your, your societal norms, and uh, you place them at a, at a certain level that you could be judging them, yeah. Yeah, you could mm -hmm. be judging them. Mm -hmm. So so this is the, everybody's assignment today. <laughs> I want you to start thinking of those people and find some love inside of yourself for them. Mm. They're human beings just like you, and they are scared. They are scared they're not good enough. And a lot of their bad behavior actually comes from their own fear that they're not good enough. Oh. Because... Uh, because they're afraid they're not good enough, they project that hate, that that misery onto others, and they're often unkind. You you've heard that it's hurt people that hurt people. Ah, it's the most of the people whose behavior is bad or against my values. Boy, they they have healing to do, mm. and and I find compassion for them. And the more that I work at finding compassion for them, the more. I will feel compassion for myself and, and I'll find the ability to really love myself. Oh. But it it goes, it has to go both ways. It's how we view all people that comes back to us about ourselves. Oh, beautiful. Does that make sense? Beautiful. So hurting people hurt people. <laughs> so 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 it, those people that could be having some behavior, some habits that are irritating, some those that are expressing hate outside, it's not that they place themselves above me, it's that they have something in, lacking inside of them that is telling them I'm not good enough, so I have to prove myself by either saying bad things or doing bad to the other person. So because of the heart inside of them, then they come out to hurt me or hurt the other person. You got it. <laughs> That's a, that's a perfect explanation. I love it. Ah, that's that's quite interesting. So, yeah. So, I'm enough just the way I am. <laughs> <laughs> now, me telling this to you one time, it it's not going to sink in at the level that's going to change your life. And that's why I wrote I wrote the book. That the fun thing about the book is at the end of every chapter, you get to write a new belief mm -hmm. of what the way you're choosing to see the world. And these are healthy beliefs where right now we have a lot of fear beliefs that, that are making us see the world as threatening. We feel mm -hmm. unsafe in the world. We feel not good enough. And, and if we could just get some solid ground where we feel safe and good enough, life will be very different it'll change all your relationships it'll change how you show up at work you'll have a confidence but but you have to do a little work to make this happen and the book will guide you through doing some of that work oh good and beautiful so for those who are joining us now we are having kim giles coach kim giles with us who's written the book choosing clarity and i like the fact that the first word is choosing so it's a choice that you make so you either choose to remain where you are or you choose to take an action towards where you want to go and reach there 
because you are enough. Stop asking yourself the question. Find out from Kim Giles uh, how to deal with that by reading the book or even contacting Kim and uh, getting her coach you on how to come out of that questionable situation. <laughs> I, I, I believe you do that coach, the coaching. I do, yeah. I do. Mm -hmm. But listen, I mean, one other thing I'd like to just offer uh, our listeners on my website, claritypointcoaching.com, mm -hmm. claritypointcoaching.com. There's a free assessment that you can take that will show you on paper how much fear of failure is in play for you at the subconscious level, how much fear is getting in the way in your relationships and your life. And it's fascinating little assessment. It doesn't take long to take, totally free, but I think it's really amazing to see on paper um, how much that fear is affecting you and in what areas. So if that would interest your listeners, they can go to claritypointcoaching.com. Ah, beautiful. And I've actually shared it on the live uh, clarity coaching, claritypointcoaching.com. So if you would like to take that test and find out where you are so that you may know how to, where to go and how to go there, then go to claritypointcoaching.com. And um, at this point, I'd like to uh, thank you, really thank you. We are not yet through, we are still going on, but at, even at this point, me, halfway, we have to thank you for what you've already done. And um, we hope that uh, it's going to be useful to many people. Now, I, I like the fact that you choose the juvenile uh, prison to go and teach them and not the older people prisons because uh, the juvenile is where you can, uh, actually the youth and the young people is where that you can adjust their way of thinking that is going to help them in their life. It, it's not so easy to change or to affect or to influence the minds of uh, people who have that belief in themselves planted for years and years. So. It's good that you have chosen the juvenile uh, prison to go and start on this. But my question to you is this, I don't know, but uh, maybe you have a way to go about. This issue that we talked about, schools grading students and uh, mm -hmm. letting them know that they have a value that is different from others. How, how do we go about this? How do we change this? Because it's a general aspect in all the the countries or the places that I have heard of. I mean, the great people, the great classes. And so students grow up believing that I'm different. And there's some- Well, <laughs> and they are different. Yeah, they are yeah, different. yeah, they are different. Some people are, are, you know, there's different kinds of intelligence too. Yeah. Some people are really good at math and science mm -hmm. and other are really good at social skills and mm -hmm. connecting people. And, and some people it's artistic ability mm -hmm. and they don't well on the school tests, but they have incredible talent in other areas. Mm -hmm. Maybe music. I can't sing at all, <laughs> but some <laughs> people have, right? These different talents and abilities. And what we, we just have to keep reminding ourselves is differences 
don't mean better or worse. Okay. They mean different. They just mean different. So yes, you're not getting high marks in your math at school and other kids are, but you, you're loving and generous and kind and you have these other qualities that these people might not have. Yeah. We have to start seeing a human being it, as the same in value, no matter what their performance, no matter what their talents and gifts, mm -hmm. they just have different ones than other people. And, and I think that those differences are kind of the, the classroom of life. They're, they help us learn different lessons. Like, for example, some people are big and heavier, and some people are thin and smaller. Mm. Well, in, in the world today, the media tells us that skinny people have more value than bigger people. Yeah. That, you know, the, the world has that standard. Mm. What if that doesn't affect your value at all? It provides a different kind of classroom journey through life. Mm. So one of, one of the kids that I got to talk to at the prison, mm -hmm was actually a young woman who was really quite big. Um, this girl, and I asked her, what do you think spending your life in your body, in this bigger body, what could it teach you? What kind of lessons would that provide you? Mm -hmm. And she said, that's interesting. I think it means that I have to learn to value what's on the inside, not what's on the outside. Mm -hmm. And I've had to learn to appreciate my, my generosity, my kindness. I have to realize that it's those inside things that matter more than what's on the outside. That's interesting lessons that she's learning from her body. Mm -hmm. And thin person maybe learning different kinds of lessons in life. Mm -hmm. But these are differences in the classroom. They're not differences of our value as human beings. Mm -hmm. It has to always be the same, no matter what you look like, no matter how you perform, you, you perform better, you might be in a different part of school than kids that don't perform, mm -hmm. but that's just different. It's not better or less. Now, I know, logically, it's a paradigm shift and it's gonna take a little while of playing with it. Yeah. When I, when I have a coaching client, start to learn this it takes a few weeks of really working on it and thinking about it and kind of wrestling with all the ways your brain is tied up in judgment because we've been taught our whole life to judge to see better and worse yeah so it, it's a big paradigm shift but it's so worth the work because you will finally feel like you're okay no matter where you are no matter how you're doing you are not behind you are not you are not off track okay you are right where you're supposed to be mm -hmm. in your unique journey mm. to learn and grow in this life you're learning the lessons you your soul needs to learn but you have the same value as every other human being in their unique journey oh and uh thank you very much because up to this point you've given us something that is really important. A different perspective uh, that someone could not have uh, thought about. And this is something that we keep, we need to keep on reminding ourselves as we are living on a day-to-day -day basis that 
we are in a classroom. It's not test time. And there is no test. There is no test coming anywhere to grade us. So we are here to learn and we are here to interact. We are here to grow together with our different different identities, but same value. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and if we have time, there's one other fear that we could talk about. Oh, sure, we do have. We do have time? some time. Yeah, we do. So there's actually two fears. I call them the two core fears okay. that everybody on the planet has. So we've been talking about the fear of failure. That's the first one, the mm -hmm. fear that you're not. The second one, I call the fear of a loss. Okay. And you think about all the things you, you get scared to lose, the people you love, money, you know, opportunities. Those are really obvious loss. Mm -hmm. But I think loss is every single thing that happens that's not what you wanted. Mm -hmm. So if I'm on my way to a meeting and I get stuck in traffic and I'm going to be late, I can be all upset about that because this is not what I wanted. Yeah, I'm having a loss experience because mm -hmm. this is not the day I wanted to have. Mm -hmm. So every time you're mistreated, life doesn't go the way you wanted it to you're disappointed you're you're having a loss mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah it does okay so loss started again when you were a small child mm -hmm. the first time someone stole your cookie or broke your toy you went oh, wait a minute these people take from me wait and and you realized that you can lose you mm -hmm. can be taken from things aren't fair and so you began to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. You started to think that you were unsafe. Mm -hmm. And this belief started, the belief that I'm unsafe, mm -hmm. the bad things happen to me. Mm -hmm. And we all have that. We mm -hmm. all believe that. Yeah. So I'm not safe is the belief. Well, guess what? There's another foundational one underneath that one. Let's find out that one also. <laughs> okay. So the foundational belief is that life is random chaos. Okay. So go with me because every single person has the freedom to choose whatever they want. Yeah. They can cut me off on tr in traffic. They can steal my my stuff. They 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 have the power to create this chaos. Mm -hmm. And we've got billions of people out here running around making choices and they make me not safe. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. This is how you want to present it is that, as you say, is a matter of choice. There are people who are choosing to create chaos, maybe out of, uh, uh, I mean, ignorance or maybe uh, purposeful, that they are going to make chaos in order to distract me or take from me. Now, that's traffic, that's uh, robbery with violence. I mean, the chaos they create, the choice they've chosen to do. Uh, what they do so that's what i get so that, i mean yeah that chaos mm -hmm. makes you feel more unsafe yeah. in the world uh -huh. okay makes you feel like you have to protect yourself yeah and, and actually it's been interesting to watch the pandemic the last two years that has increased for all of us mm -hmm. we are wary of all other people because they can make us sick mm -hmm. 
So I don't know about you, but I've been in a store and had somebody say, hey, you're not six feet away from me. And I was like, I'm five and a half feet away from you. I thought that was okay. But they're they're scared of me. We're scared of each other. Yeah. And and that's such a sad thing because we already were so divided and now it's it's a little bit even worse. And people have taken that uh, as an excuse to draw people farther away from themselves. <laughs> yes, they have. It's, it's widened the differences. Yeah. But, but this is the question I want you to ask yourself. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that God is a God of order or a God well, of chaos? God is a God of order. Yeah. What, mm -hmm. what, what speaks to that and makes you think that's true? Where, now, where do you see Good, good question that you asked me, because if I look at nature, I see order everywhere. I mean, I see trees that go, grow to a certain level. I see uh, rivers that don't flow uphill, but they flow downhill. I mean, these are just a few of the examples I would give. Yeah, I think so too. And the way every plant and every animal in every climate works together perfectly, mm -hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. God's a God of order. Mm -hmm. So I asked myself, does it make sense? He created this world to be our classroom, to give us opportunities to learn and grow. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that my, my journey, my education here is, has order. Mm -hmm. I believe there's I, I believe things happen for a reason. I believe you and I met each other and decided to do this podcast for a reason. Yeah. And maybe there's people out there listening who needed to hear this. Mm -hmm. And they just happened to be on Facebook at the right time to catch this video. Yeah. Do you see those types of things happen often? Yeah, yeah, they do. They do. They do. Yeah. So they're, they're little hints to us that maybe things happen the way that they're supposed to. Now, mm -hmm. I don't believe that they're predestined. I, I think we all have agency, we're making choices, but that God and the universe use all of our choices to give me the perfect classroom journey my soul needs. Mm -hmm. Now, I've had some interesting things happen. I've, I've been hurt by people. I've, I've been, had some mistreatment that's created some lessons for me. And I believe that they're the exact lessons that my soul needed. Mm -hmm. And so we have another opportunity to choose a new belief here. Okay. And the belief that I want you to just play with mm -hmm. is the belief that your life is always the perfect classroom for you. Ah. So what that would mean is you're not off track. Mm -hmm. You didn't mess it up and, and you're not behind you weren't supposed to be somewhere else. You're always right where you're supposed to be. Okay. Your life is in the right classroom journey for you. But but maybe I will need a bit more time uh, to sink that in because you want me to believe that uh, when a robber comes into my house and takes the things that he takes, that's the right classroom for me. I don't know. <laughs> Well, when it happens, you'll have two options. Okay. You can be miserable and feel so mad and upset about the loss. Yeah. 
Or you can choose to say, I wonder what I could learn from this. Mm. How could I grow and let this make me stronger or wiser or more loving? Okay. Um, could I use this as a classroom or am I just going to see it as a loss? Ah. It, it's after the bad thing happens that you have this choice. Mm -hmm. a matter of fact, do you know, do you know who Viktor Frankl is? He was the, the man that was a psychotherapist that ended up a prisoner in the concentration camps during World War II. Okay. He wrote, he wrote a famous book called Man's Search for Meaning. Uh-huh. Have you heard of that book? I've heard about that, but I have not read it. Man's Search for Meaning. Okay, so it has actually been named one of the 10 most influential books ever written. Mm -hmm. It's Man's Search for Meaning, and it's his story of living in Auschwitz um, during World War II. Mm -hmm. so one of the interesting things that he teaches us in this book is that we have the power in any moment to choose our mindset and our attitude. Okay. We get to choose to be miserable or to be happy in every, every situation. Mm -hmm. um, so in that concentration camp, he asked himself this question, is it just random bad luck that I ended up here in these barracks with these people having this experience or am I here for a reason? Mm -hmm. And he was such a brilliant mind, so intelligent. He pondered and pondered this question. Mm -hmm. Is there a reason or is it just random? And okay. do you know what he decided at the end of the day? Yeah, what? He decided there's no way to know. Okay. There's no ultimate source of truth we can go to to find out if things happen for a reason or if they're random. Okay. We can't know for sure. Uh -huh. So you always have to choose to see your life as random or as perfect. And you get to choose whatever you want. So all I'm saying is right now, subconsciously, you're choosing to see stuff as random. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, every once in a while, something will happen that you'll say, oh, I think that happened for a reason. <laughs> but a lot of things, when you get stuck in traffic or you break your toe, you're not seeing those as perfect classroom. Okay. You're, you're you're only seeing the big things, mm -hmm. maybe. I just want you to play with this belief mm -hmm. that every single thing that happens could be your perfect classroom. Okay. Because what happens is you don't resist what is. You let what is be, and you find the lessons and the positive in it. Okay. So now I want to put these two ideas I taught you together. Okay. okay? Okay. Um, I believe all day, every day, what gets us out of balance and makes us not behave at our best is the fear that we're not good enough and the fear that we're not safe. Mm -hmm. Those two beliefs make us grouchy. They make us defensive. They hurt our relationships. They're, they're in play all the time when things aren't right. Mm -hmm. Can you guys feel that? The belief that I'm not safe and I'm not good enough? I'm not good enough and I'm not safe. So those are the two beliefs. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do all day long to choose clarity, mm -hmm. I'm going to choose to trust 
that my value is the same all the time and cannot change no matter mm -hmm. what happens. Mm -hmm. And my life will be the perfect classroom for me. Mm. And what this means is I'm actually good enough and safe in the world. Mm -hmm. I can go out and take on whatever challenges I'm going to face today and know that I'm safe and good enough okay. as I go through that. But, but this is a choice you have to make. And right now when it's new, you have to choose it about every five minutes. <laughs> Remind yourself mm -hmm. that you're good enough and you're safe because you can't be not enough. We all have the same value. Okay. You can't be not good enough. You're going to have the same value as everybody else, no matter what. Mm. And your life can be the perfect classroom for you. Mm -hmm. So in this place of safety, you have more access to your love. Mm. You, you aren't worried about yourself yeah. and you can show up for other people and be a better version of you mm, beautiful that makes sense when you put them together yeah it makes sense and what i've got in that picture is that um, and i hope that's what uh, those who are listening have got from what we've shared is that to always know to always know that we are in a classroom we are in a classroom where we have a value that is not being assessed <laughs> right now. Now, when things happen that we could not have been expecting, now this is not a matter of knowing, it's a matter of remembering that we are in a classroom. It's, being, it's a reminder that we are in a classroom. And, and this is a choice. As, you, as your book says, choosing clarity, it's a choice, it's not, the ultimate, <laughs> the ultimate. It's just a choice that I make. I mean, any, everyone is free to make their own choices. If you choose to, uh, I mean, to, dis, to, to, to think that your life is chaos, then it's your choice. I can choose what I want to. So once again, we really want to thank you. For those of you who might have joined in the middle, we are speaking with Coach Kim Giles, who's written the book, Choosing Clarity. You can go and get it from Amazon, I guess. Yes, that's yeah. the best place. Yes, and you can take a test uh, where Coach Kim directed us, known as, let me check it again, uh, claritypointcoaching.com. I'll share that link in the show notes. And uh, I hope everyone who has watched this or listened to this really enjoyed. We would like to hear some feedback from you. Uh, go to bookplacemedia.com, leave us a comment there. Uh, go to any of the platforms. And uh, once you listen, leave us a comment there, share it with your friends. And uh, don't forget to get that book, Choosing Clarity by Coach. Kim Giles. Thank you. It's been a great, great, great honor to have you coach with us. But before we go, as usual, I ask you to say a few words that we should always remember. Just a few words before we get off. <laughs> well, my, my hope is if all of us teach our children to see all human beings as having the same worth, if we can start now, 
and teach those kids to, to, to have compassion for themselves and others, boy, we could create the, the kind of world that we all would wanna see. We, we could make the biggest difference, but it starts with each one of us making that decision and, and choosing to see all other people as our brothers and sisters, the, the same in value as us. I, I hope you'll keep thinking about that and, and play with it, um, keep choosing and it will bless you. It's a choice. It's a choice that you make. Remember that and choose clarity. So once again, I'm your host, Anthony Morore, and we've been having Kim just. We really appreciate you very much for being with us and sharing with us whatever you've shared with us. Thank you very much, Kim. You're welcome. So fun to be here. Yes, and we also thank you, the viewer or the listener to this podcast. Thank you very much for taking your time. And uh, once again, stay positive because it's a choice that you need to make. Thank you very much and bye.